Hello, I'm Adam, and I'm five, and I live in Gunnigal. Uh, my best friend is Amanda. My little sister is Delaya, and her tree. My, my elf in the shell called Buddy, he climbs. He climbs in the tree! Um, he goes in the present, and, and he's a naughty elf, and he and he eat and he and he make a mess. Santa going to give me a Pokemon game. I'm gonna probably wake up and go to the card. Right, I better not shout, I better not cry. Just tell you why Santa Claus is coming to town. Yes, you're absolutely right, Adam and Olivia. Santa Claus is coming to town. Very, very soon. Great singing, by the way. But then I know that Adam and Olivia sing every night before bed so that Santa and the elves will hear them. It's like they're sending a message to the North Pole. And that's what our story is all about. Christmas messages. Christmas time in Donegal is, well, so Christmassy. The hills are alive with the sound of Christmas music and every town and village is lit up with people enjoying the festive celebrations. That's where Adam and Olivia live, not far from the Blue Stack Mountains and Loch Esk in beautiful Donegal. They live with their mammy and daddy and Buddy the elf. Well, Buddy only comes to stay for the month of December and causes all kinds of mayhem. He's very naughty. But the children love waking up each morning to see what he's been up to overnight. Sometimes he gets at their presence. He roots in drawers. He even builds Lego. Quite a clever little fellow. Adam's a busy man himself in junior infants. He's been working really hard at his jolly phonics and colouring and practising all his letters. And Olivia is run off her feet in play school. She's actually a princess of the play school. And when she had her third birthday last week, would you believe it, she went into school in her princess dress, a crown and a wand. Well, of course she did. We wouldn't expect any less. Now, Christmas is a happy time and it's filled with fun and laughter and kindness and Santa. We mustn't forget Santa. But you know, it can make people feel a little bit sad too. And they can feel a bit lonelier than usual. Especially when somebody you love isn't there. Maybe they couldn't make it home for Christmas. Maybe they're not here anymore. Come on then, guys. Do you have your ski boots and your snowsuits and your ski visors? Asked Mammy. Ah, they hardly need those, said Daddy, who thought she'd gone a little bit over the top for a Sunday trek up the Blue Stack Mountains. It wasn't even snowing. In fact, it was really sunny and quite mild. Daddy thought they'd be grand in shorts and a t-shirt, but no, Adam and Olivia's mammy was determined to make this the Christmassiest mountain climbing outing the family ever had. Daddy was half afraid she'd suggest bringing actual skis with her. I mean, she wouldn't, would she? No, mammy wanted the four of them to go high up the mountain to pick holly. She had read online that there was an abundance of red-buried holly up the Blue Stack Mountains, but it was really hard to get. And if you were lucky enough to find it and pick it, you'd have good luck for the rest of the year. Off the family set up the mountains, climbing higher and higher. 
Olivia's little legs were getting a bit tired, but Mammy led the pack, singing at the top of her head about decking the halls with boughs of holly. Maybe the high altitude was getting to her. Adam kept his eyes peeled for the tiniest sighting of a red berry, but so far, nothing. There were loads of rocks and mountain heathers and long grass and short grass and medium grass and a few Christmas trees. But he didn't think he'd ever find red-berried holly. OK, let's stop here for the picnic, said Mammy all of a sudden. This is a great spot. We can see all around for miles. And I lay down this fleecy blanket here and we'll have our banana sandwiches with sugar and orange cordial. Wait, what? Banana sandwiches with sugar? Olivia didn't think the dentist would be very impressed with this. Oh, yes, children, said Mammy, with a big smile on her face. Years ago, when I was a girl, oh, how I loved our banana sandwiches with sprinkles of sugar. A bit gritty, mind you, but very sweet. Mmm, yummy. Here, open the tinfoil. Let's tuck in. It was a lovely sight, if rather unusual for a midwinter's December afternoon. A family having a picnic, wearing ski suits on top of the mountain. By now it was starting to get a bit dark, and as soon as they finished eating, they continued on their quest to find the holly. The wind had started to rise, and a fog was setting in up the mountain. Daddy took out his phone to get an exact location on his maps, and himself and Mammy stood looking at the screen, trying to work out where they were, or more importantly, where the holly was. Eh, uh, Mammy, are we lost? asked Adam, realising they really were in the middle of nowhere. And now it was properly dark. Nighttime dark. Eh, uh, no, no, children, no, no, we know exactly where we are, don't we, Daddy? La, 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 la. Uh, come on now, everybody, sing with me. Deck the halls with boughs of holly, tra la 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 la. Everybody joined in. A little bit quiet at first, but then Olivia got really into the singing, and then Adam and Daddy, and he didn't usually sing at all. It was rather funny. And Adam was beginning to enjoy himself, despite being lost up a mountain in the dark. But he wasn't worried. He had his family beside him, and he knew they'd be okay. Even if it meant sleeping under that fleecy blanket tonight and eating banana and sugar sandwiches to survive. Mammy, look! In the distance, beyond the next hilly slope, stood a holly bush, all by itself, in the middle of the wilderness. The red berries twinkled and glistened. The holly bush was lit up, radiating light all around it. But it wasn't the moonlight. It was just there. But where was the light coming from? And how had they not noticed the holly bush before now? The family ran over, their little cheeks red and fresh and excited, to see finally what they had spent the whole afternoon looking for. And there it was, an abundance of red berries and the freshest holly leaves, which weren't even prickly at all, as the children discovered when they helped to cut some off with our little school scissors. Birdie, Mammy, birdie, said Olivia, pointing to the top of the holly bush. For there, perched on a sprig of holly, was a little robin. Now you don't usually see robins at night time, but this one was chirping away singing a little song to the family. It was like she knew them. Hey, I can see our house from here. Look, it's on the other side of the mountain. Hooray, we're not lost at all, said Daddy. 
And I've even better news, said Mammy. I did actually bring skis. Come on, let's put them on and ski the whole way home. Let's go deck the halls. La 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 la. As Adam and Olivia and their parents sat by the fire later that evening, drinking hot chocolate and talking about their great adventure, with holly sprigs literally all around the house, Mammy had even put some in the bathrooms and on top of the washing machine, they didn't notice the little robin outside, peeking in their window. She'd followed them down from the mountain, keeping her distance but guiding them all the same. The robin stayed for a few minutes before flying away with her little wings into the night sky. I told you at the start of this story that Adam and Olivia love singing songs for Santa and the elves to hear them. It's their way of sending a message to the North Pole. But keep your eyes and your ears open for messages that come back to you, especially at this time of year. Yes, there are people who can't make it home for Christmas or who just aren't here anymore. But you can always let them know that you're thinking about them. With a little song, a phone call, a card, a letter, or words whispered on the wind. And you never know, they might catch that message and send you one too. Happy Christmas.